Prairie Gardens is a store full of great Mother's Day gift ideas. Boutique, candles, framing, gift cards, and flowers. Lots of flowers. More flowers than you'll see anywhere. This week, 50-count flats of Impatience are only $14.97. Plus, Boston Fern Hanging Baskets and Hibiscus Bush are just $16.97. And see hundreds of other great Mother's Day gift ideas and specials at prairiegardens.com. Prairie Gardens, locally owned plant experts. Extraordinary gardening, home decor, framing, and boutique. Good morning, and welcome to Prairie Gardens Plant Experts Live. We're here at the store at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign at the corner of Springfield and Duncan. Or you can phone in to join our show at 217-356-9397 or text us at 351-5357. We have our experts here, and uh, well, right now we've got Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, Marianne. Just you and me, honey. Yeah. Well, oh, no. oh, here comes John Weisgarber. Da, 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 da. Steve Brown is walking around, Good so he'll morning, probably get here eventually. <laughs> I feel like I've been here for five hours already. You've been here for f- oh, five hours. Yeah, yeah, Holy yeah. cow. You guys are hardworking and dedicated, but that's a little much. <laughs> okay, I maybe two. Well, the store looks gorgeous, and seeing as Mother's Day is tomorrow, I'm... I uh, bet you had plenty to do. Well, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> you might say that. <laughs> <laughs> so Mr. Brown got out of hand with ordering plants. But boy, did he oh, do a good job. What's that pot calling me? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Kettle? <laughs> Miss Shrub Lot Extraordinaire. <laughs> Some of the, I, in fact, took pictures of stuff on the way in this morning so you could see them, Tamara, because I knew you weren't going to make it out to the parking lot because well, we've got right. plants everywhere. But look at that calla lily. Is that not stunning? Oh, my goodness. And there's so many different colors. Oh, my gosh. I oh, know. It just keeps getting better. Wait, look at these colors. Which ones are you showing? Okay. The, the callas in um, the mixed containers yeah. in the really neat um, white, uh, white plastic pots. pots. So you have, like, the Merlot that's very dramatic. and yes. Oh, that's a beautiful, They're like, just, salmon I mean, the colors are just stunning. The yellow and is so bright and cheerful. The pots are, are all by themselves a deal. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. They're beautiful. Yep. So... That's just a little bit of what we got. Yeah, it's almost like there's so much. How can we describe it all? Well, you can't because you can't even look at it all. I have not a clue how much stuff there is out there because I don't have, I just can't look at it all. <laughs> there, yeah, it, I understand. I mean, it, whether it's the stuff that Linda and Ama have grown in the greenhouses. Ooh, wow. And again, we'll call them signature trophies, these hanging baskets. They're, they're just phenomenal. And, and it's fun to see people put them on the cart, you know, select which ones they want. And especially the guys who are walking out of here and it's a Mother's Day <laughs> gift. You know, and, and they get a compliment and they just kind of puff up a little bit as they're walking through yeah, the aisle. Yeah, I did this. Yeah, yeah. They actually went out. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. got a parking space, came out. Yeah. yeah. But as just, opposed to, to, to do on the computer. It too. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Because yeah. there's a big selection and it's just all beautiful. I mean, it truly is. Mm-hmm. So and then there's the geraniums. Oh, my gosh. Just superb. Oh. I mean, the gallon geraniums. Probably the biggest she's ever grown. They're just and they're beautiful. just phenomenal, and the color's just incredible. And all these calliopes are just. And the neat part about all the calliopes that she grows, you just know that in July and August, when it gets to be hot and nasty, they're just going to say, "Bring it on, I'll take it. I'll just grow right through it." You know, they're just even so more impressive than the traditional zonal geraniums are. But they're all gorgeous. And then the some of the grower partners that we have throughout the country, just the stuff they're 
bringing in like these Calic combo planners oh, from, from Proven Winners or yeah. uh, some of the other individual hanging baskets that we have coming in and the begonia pots Begonias and tubs. Are just phenomenal. You know, certainly mm-hmm. the most popular, if not the most popular individual patio pot that we have. Oh, begonias? Oh, my gosh. Tamara, I don't know if you got a chance to walk back into the greenhouse, mm-hmm. the shopping greenhouse. I purchased did, this. Did not, Did you? Yes. Okay, Ms. so uh, the the yellow begonias I almost scream at you. the yellow begonias. I'm, just and then it was like, well, with a huge block of them. But wait, uh, the orange ones are just so yeah, stunning Yeah, then there's well. the orange. <laughs> then I have to decide. It's a toss-up between the yellow and the orange. Yeah. 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 There's just some stunning stuff back there. Uh-huh. It's that time of year. And you know what? Now it's spring. I think. I've been saying that for four wow. weeks now, haven't yeah. I? <laughs> You've totally lost your credibility. But this, this today. And so, I, so somebody who says, "Okay, after we get past tonight at forty-three degrees, it's in the fifties. After that, and eighties or more." Okay, so I'm not reliable. <laughs> you might be from this point on. You know what? You guys always say it's, you can usually say around Mother's Day. And guess what? Tomorrow's Mother's Day. So yes, but then last year we had snow the day after Mother's Day. So keep that in mind. Well, but was it freezing? Don't think it's going to happen this year. No, I don't either. I think the day after Mother's Day we're going to be like, where did that cool go? I think we. No, we're not. (laughs) I think, you know, we need the heat this week, and we need the wind. I hate to say it. I'd rather have the heat than the wind, but the the ground just needs to dry out for all the gardeners, for all the farmers. We just need to get that top. Four or five, six inches, eight inches, where it's diggable and workable, yep. yeah. and you know we're not trying to get rid of the subsoil moisture or anything like that. Just we just want to. There's work to be dig. done, folks. Yeah, that's an excellent point. Get in fun, there. fun to happen. Yeah, I was yeah. reading in the newspaper this morning the uh, moisture uh, <laughs> table. <laughs> How much moisture Content? we had in the last two months? Somebody said hey, it, it rained every day in April, didn't? Well, it rained probably two thirds of April. But we didn't have anywhere close to normal. I think it was less than, uh, or right around two and a half inches in the whole month of April. And we've already had that much in May. And and wow. we just didn't have, you know, usually you get like two or three nice days here or a couple nice days there. Yeah. We didn't really no. have Haven't. that. There wasn't. Maybe one day and you had to be really quick. Yeah, or maybe it was <laughs> yeah. five, yeah, it might have been five hours of a day. Yeah. But, uh, but see, I wasn't wearing any sunscreen. I, know that. <laughs> I bet you were. But that goes back to what we always say. Get your plans. Have them at home and ready so you can get out there and do it. Well, and for anybody who lives on the edge of town or out in the country, too, just getting acclimated to the wind um, oh, yeah. is important. So uh, if there's any energy at the end of the day, am I going to shop vegetables and put them in trays, take them home and just have them on the driveway or on the porch and just... So they're somewhat near the house, not totally full open and uh, to the wind. And give them a few days to get used to what yeah. they're going to have to go through. Yep. And then I'm planting. And they do. They Probably by headlights this week. Yeah. Hey. But when you say That's give them a few days, it's the in you. and out game. Oh, they'll be all out. No, there will out. be no in. Oh, okay. Just acclimating to the, the, in, the more intense environment outside of a greenhouse. But they do real quick, and it's important that you let them do that. Okay. Yep, especially the wind and, and the sun as well. So, all right. Yep. It's Good time. Three five six nine three nine seven is our phone number, or you can text three five one five three five seven for Prairie Gardens Plant Experts Live. I know you guys have not had time to really look and shop, but you probably walk by something and start to daydream for. 
10 seconds before the phone rings oh, yeah. again or you answer another question. Is there anything out there that has like, I think I'm going to have to incorporate that into a container of mine this year in my design. Anything that's jumped at you so Almost far? Almost everything. I just, every, yeah, I have every to day I walk down. past and I think, oh, yeah. I might want that. <laughs> that's exactly it. I mean, you walk past something new and it's like, I got to have that. Well, you mentioned something the other day. There's a, and there's only a few of them left. Although I, th- I don't know if we can get more this week or not. There's a Sissus discolor. Yep. Um, that it's in a hanging basket and it's in with the house plants. But you mentioned something about that in yeah, the chocolate. I, I have this cool. Uh, no, no, don't talk anymore about it because I have got to go get some. <laughs> there might only be one left. Fo- folks, if you only hear me on the radio second show for about five minutes, it's because Marianne and John went to go shop and buy a couple. Go, I'm sorry, Johnny. No, it's okay. I have a, a chocolate brown ceramic cylinder that's four feet tall. And I could just imagine that in the top, just spilling over. Because what what the, about the color the, of this the, thing the for the people who haven't seen it? Phenomenal. What is it's the plant? Sissus discolor. Sissus. Is there a common name? I can't remember. Is it in like the grape ivy? Yeah, it's, it's in the grape ivy family, but yeah. it doesn't look like a grape ivy. No, yeah. it doesn't yeah. look anything like a grape or lavitis or anything. Kind of oval, uh, crinkly leaves. Uh, Edged in burgundy, dark green, and almost some purple, silver. Yeah. silver, undersides a little bit burgundy. So it's it's enough lighter in color, even though it's not a light colored leaf, that it's going to play. It's mm. going to look incredible hanging down in front of that chocolate covered colored pot. Absolutely. But yeah. see, I wanted it to climb up a, a white trellis on a green wall. Oh wow! See, that'd be fantastic too. I'll race you. Colors will pop. <laughs> what what else out there since those are going to be gone real quick? No kidding. I, I just can't walk by the begonias without putting them in several different places in oh, my yard. Oh, man. I just the, can't. Especially the, the, the Rex begonias. Oh, uh, there's a series called Jurassic Park that is, they're just incredible. I'm just imagining that, back to that Sissus, I wonder if that Red Star Cordyline, if you wanted it upright in that same pot. Well, I was looking Ew. at that, and uh, there's also a couple other cordy lines that uh, uh, I can't tell you the exact name, but they uh, have yeah, some. I can tell you. Salsa <laughs> would be the one I would go by. Yeah. The hot pink one. I do like that. I do like that. What about yeah. you, Steve? What do you think? I, you know, I, I don't, haven't, I haven't gone to the point where it's like this and this and this together. Yeah. I just have seen some individual plants where I'm thinking, yeah, I really should. See, he's in the same Carve position we time. are. Yeah. You walk by so many things you want to put in, and, and that's and that's where you sometimes get into a situation where you have everything planned out, and then all of a sudden you walk by and see something different. <laughs> so then you know, change a plan. Yes, but ta- usually ta- it it'll, it'll all work out together. Probably usually. the other thing out there that I would jump on would be some of the angel wing begonias. Oh. We had some hanging baskets come in from one of the growers that are stunning and there's some it's a long dark green leaf with a burgundy underside to it it's got great red begonia flowers on it and there's some light colored spots on the top of the leaf as well and there's maybe three or four different varieties in addition to this one that i'm talking about but there's just so many treasures out there Uh, yeah Mm -hmm. yes there are uh definitely Take the time to explore, you know, and then, you know, if you want to be simple and still 
effective with color. Go grab a full flat of impatience for fourteen ninety seven. Oh, fifty plants. That's right. It's a heck of a deal. They've been flying out of here. I, I, and I understand that. But you guys have so many. Yes, that we do. Folks shouldn't necessarily. Don't, yeah, worry. don't worry because they'll be here for uh, another couple hours anyway. Yeah. <laughs> There, there I did that one year, and oh my gosh, I had so many flowers everywhere. You think oh. you look at it; it's like one tiny little. Oh, I can fit that, no problem. I can carry it in my hand, and, and then you put them. You start to plant them. Yeah, and it's like oh, I. Where else can I put them? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that gives you the opportunity to really evaluate your garden and think. Oh, I need some color there. Oh, and I need some color there. But these impatients are totally the way to do that. And we have solid color flats and we have mixed flats. Yeah, that's oh, nice. Yeah. So you can shake Better. it up or you can just go one, all one color or all two colors or all three colors or whatever. Uh, sure. Boston <laughs> ferns are smoking out of here and it's still a great selection. They're uh, 1697 and they're as yeah. nice of Boston ferns as you're going to see anywhere. Um, yes. They're, they're very large. We had 2,600 on hand. They're Thursday huge. when we were making decisions and guessing how many to bring in this next week. How many thousands? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they're, they're looking good. They're so they're so beautiful that I have I I have a, a a walkway along the front of my house that connected to the house that is just that kind of overhang where you can see a, a Boston fern here, a Boston fern here, a Boston oh. fern here. You know, it's such a, a, is it a literally or figuratively you can see it. I can see it. She can imagine it being there. I can totally. I actually and did it one year, and it was beautiful. The watering sure. was a little bit of a challenge, but um, I've, these are so beautiful. I know a place that has some again. larger hanging baskets for sale that you could transplant it really? into. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Gee, yeah. I didn't think of that. Just like a southern veranda. Yes, exactly. Yeah, That's exactly the look. Uh-huh. I've seen that in a couple of houses yeah. um, in the community. It's just such a classic look. It's really beautiful. Yeah, but is. at sixteen ninety seven, it probably provides some nice shade as well on the porch. Not really. No. <laughs> okay. No, just so a lot of you wouldn't need to buy a bigger one then. Should, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, I, for heaven's sake, sixteen ninety seven. I mean, they're beautiful. Well, or and you buy one of those plant stands on sale for twelve ninety seven. Take the hanger off the darn thing, pop it on the plant stand, and you got to. Sitter. Yeah, that's true. And it's do. incredible look just for that price. Oh that my all the gosh, time yes. The, then there's the Kimberly Queens. The, oh. Those are my favorites, actually. Those are just incredible. The ferns. Just a Kimberly Queen. A little bit more it's upright. It's more upright, yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. Just beautiful. And can tolerate a little bit more sun. Quite a bit. Okay. Hopefully. Which is cool. <laughs> Driving out of here last Saturday, I'm passing by, and I see all of these palms there's so many beautiful palm trees, palm oh, yeah. trees back a, there. We do have a few, don't we? Just a few. What I felt it what? was like, ooh, tropical it's oasis. Your, uh, yeah. Sure, Absolutely. your instant Margaritaville. Seriously. If I had a pool, I would so be buying palms to go around the pool. I don't have a pool, and I have palms. <laughs> Good there for you. Go. It works anywhere in your landscape. Oh, I'll bet. Absolutely yeah. does. It's yeah. a great way to add that tropical look. Absolutely. Feel. Right. Sometimes you can put little lights up in top of them. Oh, which is cool. We did that at Christmas one year here. We had a palm tree left. Remember? Mm-hmm. We wound, oh, good. wound up the the trunk, and it was fun. You party put lights. a sign yeah. on it. A party, a party palm. Melekiliki mark on it. Okay. <laughs> what you said. <laughs> so, anything else going on shrub lot wise in the perennial area? Anything else? Well, I have hydrangeas decidedly. Oh yeah. Uh, ornamental grasses are coming in, which is great because they have a lot of people asking for those. Yeah. Um, Rose of Sharon, we're, we're getting those in now. 
Uh, so those are some of the things that come on a little bit later. So production companies don't don't send them to you until they're they've broken dormancy and actually look like a real plant. So. Yeah, I think we're almost safe now. Almost. Yes, we are. We, we are, are safe this week. Yes. Again. <laughs> it's safe in what way? Temperature-wise. Okay. We've been saying I've been saying that for weeks now, but. One of the other best deals, not only because of the price point and the quality, but the the variety selection are some of these half gallon pots of perennials for seven ninety seven. Oh, this there's, is a there's fabulous some, selection. Some really good varieties of hostas, um, echinacea, so coneflowers for seven ninety seven, which is kind of unheard of for a, a plant that size. Yeah, for sure. Some super nice varieties of that. Uh, butterfly bush for seven ninety seven. Uh, some Asiatic lilies wow. that are screaming color. Oh, the colors just right. Yeah, oranges, reds, yellows, pinks. Um, just some really good values on that for great perennial landscape color. Um, I don't think what else is just jumping at me. The roses, uh, super crop. In this week, probably they'll start flowering. I was looking uh-huh. at some of the buds yesterday. And, wow, uh, they're just swelling up like crazy. But I must say, Steve, we probably have the best selection of our regular stock of hosta that we've had in a long, long time. Oh, I think New so varieties, too. Um, varieties that have not been easy to find in the market. Uh, we've got just a gob of... Gugab is how you say gugab. it. Gugab. There is a gugab. gugab. <laughs> You're right. It's better it's, than how I say it. That's great. Okay. <laughs> and and fruits. Oh my gosh! If you're after the fruit, uh, fruit trees or shrubs, there's st- we still have a great selection. Just a great selection. Okay. Because yeah, um, my husband again brought up getting raspberry and blueberry bushes. We have them. And yeah. I said, you know, I think they mentioned something about how they have thornless raspberry bushes, and he there was like, is. really. And his ears perked it, up. It, do, 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 do. it puts a whole new dimension on picking fruit. Yeah, or raspberries anyway. Oh, That's yeah. For sure. Oh, bad. Yeah, not as painful as it usually. Not is. as painful. I do have the ones with thorns too, just in case you want that that um, privacy hedge. Oh, <laughs> okay. It's, it works. Uh, I hadn't thought of it that way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Plant them under your bedroom window for security. That or Barberry, yeah. Or yeah. open the window and have a snack. Oh, Barberry. One yeah. of the two, yes. Absolutely. There you go. Yeah. So what would you be doing outside if you weren't glued to Prairie Gardens right now? What else? What would you might be recommended to listeners to go Stay. do or think about doing later this week if things dry out? Well, I think looking for places that you need color uh, is what I'm doing because I can't do anything else. It's too wet to dig. Uh, where you want to put your orna- your uh, combo pots? Absolutely. Not just on the patio. Because they belong in the garden also. Normally, they don't oh. stay in exactly the same position every year. Well, duh. I mean, you got to shake it up every year. And m- make sure that you put uh, some support underneath. If you're doing them in the garden, you always want to have it elevated somewhat, uh, some bricks or something, so it's not in contact with the ground, the soil. And why is that? That's for drainage purposes. Uh, and also, if you decide, if you're a person that leaves them out over the winter, <coughs> that way you don't have that ceramic touching the freeze and thaw of the soil. Okay. Giving them the opportunity to crack. Yeah. Yep. All right. That makes sense. So, planning, dreaming, buying, yep. stacking. Be ready. Yep. Being um, ready. Again, you could container garden. Oh, now. Heck yeah. Absolutely. Uh, it wouldn't be too wet for that, but obviously almost it, almost everything in the soil would be a little bit too wet. And depending upon how well it 
it drains and how much sun and how much wind we get, the temperatures we get here. Um, it might be in a day or two, or it might be uh, five or six days before you can properly dig. Just depends yep. on the section. And some people sitting here haven't had the opportunity to do some fertilization around their perennials and shrubs or composting, but just knowing that at the right point when it's a little bit time to be walking around, we can get it done. Right. Yeah. So oh. that's on the list then, too, you might recommend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mulching after you get Mulch to. Mulch for sure. Yeah, for sure. So, Marianne, what yeah. would you think about, say, if you had some Japanese maples and you did some pruning on some branches while they were dormant, but they've flushed out so much and now they're thick and you can't see as much of the structure of the tree. Yeah. Which uh-huh. isn't the end of the world. No. But if you're control freak or something. Why are you pointing at me? <laughs> or all of us, maybe. Would you would you think it's safe to go ahead and remove some small branches that are finger size or less? And oh, Oh, yeah. Open them up a little bit? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, because I, I, I miss seeing that structure. Yeah, exactly. And the, the branching habit. Well, my, when I'm sitting having coffee in the morning, that's that's what I look at. Uh, one of the ones that I, it's a weeping form, uh, one of the ones that I really pruned hard this last winter for the first time is flushing out beautifully now. But I miss seeing the trunk that I've opened it all up for in the first place because the trunk has a really neat twist and turn to it and the branching that uh, just kind of arches out yeah so i think yeah i'm gonna do that for sure okay yeah i have one that uh it's been it had been uh pruned back really hard and of course you know it started kind of splays out long yeah and i really need to get it in under control so i can get a little bit more branching on it oh that's a great idea you put you cut them back one third or one yeah, half, it, whatever, it whatever was, was appropriate. It was yeah. almost half. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Well, what happened was one of the uh, one of the main branches had stopped producing and, and died out, so I had uh-huh. to I had to do some major major cutting. Oh yeah. And so now it's a matter of probably in two years it'll start to look good again. Yeah, may not take that long. They they when you when you do that they they just flush out so quick. Yeah, they just kind of shoot straight yeah. out. Yeah. It's hmm. fun fun to watch we have a text 3515357 we've had pacassandra am i saying that right yes okay. you are pacassandra here for many years this year a 4 foot round area died it is in the lowest section of a garden bed and under a walnut so the whole bed is 30 feet wide and mainly healthy and um i'm assuming that they are wanting to know why the area died or that they're... Well, first of all, wow, a 30-foot bed of Pacassandra, but that's gorgeous. Okay, so maybe they were just calling to say, hey, look at us. <laughs> or Which wondering why a part of it died. Okay. Sure. UFO, UFO landing. And congratulations UFO on the crop landing. circle. Thank you, Sandra. Okay, eliminating those things. The walnut tree is a possibility. Because yeah. what would the walnut uh, tree do? Just if, doubt it, compete though. for the it, water? Or? I think it would be impacting the, a larger area than a four-foot oh, circle. Oh, maybe true, depending on how close it was to the tree. Yeah. One of my thoughts is that perhaps that area is is lower. That maybe it's not a, a complete level plane mm-hmm. because even at my house I have that issue with the ground covers where we accumulate a lot of water sure and the soil doesn't drain as well that 
perhaps that could have happened. Yep. From the limited information, that would be my guess. The water. The water. But again, it's just, it's hard to say for sure. But, sure. Uh, the, what Marianne was talking about with the walnut trees, they the roots secrete, well, the whole plant, but the roots especially secrete a substance called juglans, um, and that it's a method by which the walnuts elbow and create some space amongst other plants. And some plants are not in, impacted by the juglans, uh, that would be in the soil that the roots secrete, and some plants cannot tolerate it at all. Mm-hmm. And it'd be pretty simple to Google search. The listener could type in uh, Pachysandra and juglans or walnut trees and see what if it's on any list. I don't know off the top of my head. I don't head. either. And um, to see if that's a possibility, but the reason I think it would be of a greater impact would be probably just not in that four-foot circle, I would think, since that walnut tree probably has some size to it. The roots are in other parts of the Pachysandra area that it would be impacted. If it was going to have a negative impact, it would in a larger area. So I wonder about the drainage and moisture accumulation, like John said. Well, and that, and if it's a 30-foot area and there's only a four-foot, is it directly under the tree, or is it... Yeah. Or we don't know exactly where it's at. So... Um, the, the juggling thing, I think that there are more plants that can't tolerate it. But again, I think it's the water thing, which is something that we've suggested a, a number of times in the past about uh, landscaping. It's evaluate your landscape. See where those places are before you start planting. Maybe you can amend the soil. Maybe you can create a special drainage or work it into a, a dry bed stream. So, you know, that kind of thing. So, so okay. that would that would be a good tip. So if, if it was a low spot that was draining you yeah. could elevate it and make the water run away right yeah sure. or you could just repurpose that space like yeah. you had say hey maybe it's an opportunity to do something different in the landscape do it could a be a feature card. even yeah. maybe it's a place you put some mulch in a container under the tree yep yeah perhaps that's alternatives yes yeah. yeah all right well, three five one five three five seven is our text line. If you want to uh, shoot us a text with your questions or comments, or you can just phone in at two one seven three five six nine three nine seven. That's three five six WDWS for Prairie Gardens Plant Experts Live. Dave, um, our executive producer, wanted to let us all know that today is World Naked Gardening Day. Oh, thank you for sharing that. Wow. You're so welcome. Uh, Came up seems, with that. Seems just like a year ago we were talking about that. Uh, it seems just like yesterday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was trying to think. Um, I heard on the news just yesterday that there is um, some state that has uh, passed that they will allow topless people on the beach. Huh. And like, and I, and for I was, National Gardening it Day? It just reminded me of this. Yes, <laughs> National Naked Gardening Day. <laughs> okay, smoothly changing the subject. So <laughs> last Sunday was May Day. Oh, yes. And my first peony opened up on May Day. That was so cool. An herbaceous peony? Yes, herbaceous. It was one wow. of the rock garden series that uh, from, yeah. from Clem Nursery. And they're a little bit earlier, just lovely hybrids. But this is one that's called Pink Champagne. Champagne spelled like Champagne, Illinois, yeah. because um, Roy Clem allowed us to name it. So it's just a lovely little rock garden plant. So cool. And that's it's, so and cool. it's still in bloom. Um, I took a picture of it, but I didn't want to look for it right now. So I understand. <laughs> and then yesterday, my first tree peony came open. So wow. I'm thinking it's spring. Uh, 
Okay. I, I think you're allowed to say that. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and with the with the cool weather this week, it's probably extended the blossom time. Oh, it decidedly has. The the little one, the the herbaceous peony, probably in the wind this last week would have been just destroyed, but the coolness kept it closed a little bit. You know, like in the uh, evenings and stuff. So it's uh, still really pretty. Neat. Nice. So just saying. Digging it. Yeah. Hey, John, your potatoes are coming up. Oh. Woohoo! Cool. Already. Well, I didn't plant them early this year, but they've been planted for two or maybe three weeks, two and a half weeks. I don't remember how long. Wow. And, uh, I'm getting excited. They're uh, oh they're doing their thing. Um, certainly, and it's not too late to plant potatoes by any means. No. Um, planting asparagus, strawberries, any of those things. Uh, seed in the garden, uh, vegetable garden. Still time to plant spinach and lettuce and radishes and carrots ooh, 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 and ooh. beets. And Our sweet potatoes onions. came in. Sweet potato slips came in. Yes, they did. So if anybody wants any sweet potato slips for planting, and again, realistically, after tonight's temperature, I wouldn't hold back on planting those. Nope, I wouldn't either. I'd go ahead and get them in yep. on the sweet potatoes. I just don't like the cool weather at all. Hmm. But uh, So this could be awesome. Yeah, nice. Uh, broccoli, cabbage, cauliflower, all that stuff. Yep. I will plant peppers and tomatoes given time and drying out conditions later this week. I forgot to ask oh. you. I will plant melons. I will. I'm not going to hold back on anything after. After tonight. Yeah. So I forgot to ask you this week. Did our uh, ornamental edible peppers come in? You know, I haven't seen them. Oh. And I've been thinking, where did I get those from? I don't so remember. I could better track down. <laughs> so I could better track down. It's like finding the receipt for that thing that you wanted to return yeah. because you can't remember what store you got it from. <laughs> Um, my husband was uh, pretty tickled to hear that, yeah, that you had edible ornamental peppers. I think that's cool. I'm going because to he's been wanting to eat those ornamental peppers so for some time. You know, let him try them. <laughs> get let the him or- do it. Get the regular ornamentals. Let I mean, him get it gonna... out of his system. Yeah, yeah right. seriously. He'll get a lot of stuff out it, of his system. If he does. Me. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for sharing that also. Yeah. So I've, I've, I've seen people pick peppers off of the ornamentals and, and taste them. So, and I never want to ask, are they good? I just don't want to do that. Because those just aren't bred for taste. No, right? no. they're all, all about I know the color. Is that uh, they're supposed to be supposedly hot. Hmm. Probably supposedly. A, probably. You don't try even, Mikey. Probably, they probably don't even uh, have a good flavor You try it, Mikey. Hot. I don't know. I'm not but trying it. So you're going to check on those edible oriental yes. peppers. Ornamental. Right. Yeah. What, what did I say? Oriental. Oh, no. Thank you. Ornamental. No, orn- ornamental. Ornamental, yes. Edible. Edible. I don't know where that came from. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> but even the other ones, even a more traditional pepper, there's that uh, petite orange variety from Proven Winners yes. out there, which is a great fruit. You know, So it's uh, probably an inch and a half, two inches tall and you know maybe about an inch wide or something like that. And they're stunning in a container garden. You know, the plants get eh, maybe 18 inches tall or so. Uh, and would just be just having that fruit in a container plant with flowers is just a great compliment. Decidedly. Or if you want to have that little vegetable garden, you don't have actually space in your regular bed, just get that big pot and do a little bit of peppers, a little bit of tomatoes, a little lettuce. Yep. Just, just lots of things you can do in containers. A whole salad. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Can. I think about the only tomato variety that's still pokey coming in is 4th of July, but I think everything else, I mean, there's probably 100, 
varieties of tomatoes alone mm. maybe out there, mm. probably close to it. You have them all memorized, John, right? Oh, pra- sure. Practically. I, I, the uh, look on his face was worth it. Well, actually. <laughs> the Pirates he, he, of Penzance. He may not be able to, be able to recite them, but if you ask him, do, we, do you have that or do he'll, you carry that, he'll, he'll be able to say I yes. Know. Yes, he will. I, I do know if, we ha- if it's on our list. That's right. That's good. I'm glad somebody does. Mostly. Well, and it's good to <laughs> refer to me. the list because sometimes you don't remember. Sometimes you don't? Wow, yeah. I'm impressed. Yep. But we got some big daddies in this week, which one is one I grew last year that I liked, and we had some... Uh, uh, big rainbows, which were nice. So I think I'll plant Had those again this year. We anything? got uh, big rainbow. Big rainbow. Uh, yeah. And what is that, that type? It's of? a yellowish one with red streaking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. We got right. the midnight marvel. Midnight snack. Snack. Yeah. Well. You were close. Yeah. Midnight marvel is kind of a nice name. Well, yeah. You know. That's yeah. I just embellished it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you can submit it for the next one. All right, here's a text. Uh, we have six boxwoods on the front north side of our house that were put in shortly after our house was built and have been very healthy. But this year, nearly all of them are browning and thinning. Is that a disease issue or do boxwoods have a definite, or definitive lifespan? Well, I don't think they have a lifespan that's in a matter of years, maybe decades. Mm-hmm. So it's, they're not short-lived plants. Okay. I, I've had a few people actually say that to me about their boxwoods this year, and and a few other uh, broadleaf evergreens. That uh, we didn't have a really awful winter; it was just long. But we had a short period of time that it was bad, and I I, I had plants that were burned by by the winter winds, oh, okay. um, and and not knowing how they've um, taken care of them or if they prepared them for the winter by extra water or if they actually were able to get out there and spray them with an anti-desiccant. Um, beyond that, it, it could be just the environment. Yeah, I mean, because there's so many factors, Yeah, you don't know if they're close to the house and maybe there's uh, eaves that hang over and maybe it's, even though it's on the north side, maybe it gets, tr- it gets really dry under there. Uh, I have a lot of people come in and show me pictures and they have the the landscape rocks you know oh, yeah. buried up around that's just a sometimes a bad situation too where you can't get uh if they're too close to the plants you don't have enough space for to allow for water to get down into there there might be plastic under the rocks instead of landscape fabric no yeah. drainage so there's there's tons there's of, a lot of things too. going on okay so so back to the problem we can't tell for sure because we're doing this over text and not going back and forth with asking the customer questions. So, but because of the timing of it showing these symptoms, it sounds like it's some sort of dehydration problem that occurred over the winter for whatever factor, perhaps that John and Marianne talked about. Uh, I, you know, I don't think it could be an insect problem now uh, or anything like that. Not yet. So, they, oh. they just added, uh, it, they're, it's right next to the house. There are no rocks and no plastic. Good. Uh, and yeah, they're mine. So if they were mine, um, I would probably go ahead and remove some of the outer layer of the boxwood just to get rid of the brown foliage and cut it back. If I want to trim them back in size, I would do that. I always like to prune boxwoods more informally instead of formally. So I don't like to just shear them, uh, Mm -hmm. which causes just that outer layer of green i like to have a little bit of depth in there so i take pruning shears hand shears and just or even a head shear with a point down and just clip in and out so i have more pockets if you will it still can maintain a 
general shape, but I think you get more sunlight into the plant. So I would just go ahead and do that. I wouldn't be in a big hurry to feed, but if I wanted to feed, I would uh, take one of the organic slow-release fertilizers or some comp compost or something and go ahead and fertilize them. And then I'd probably just keep my eye on them um, yeah. and go from there. And if I was going to check for mites or any other type of insect, I'd probably think in the, for the next two to four weeks I'd be looking for something like that. But I don't think that's what's caused the problem. I'm going to guess it's a dehydration problem of some sort. Okay. Uh, because of the wind, because of the sun. Now, yep. uh, on the side, though, I will say, and I think I mentioned this a few years back, and you guys agreed that it could be the situation. At, at our old radio station building, we had a row of boxwoods, and one in the center was just dying. And eventually I went back around it and looked near the root, and it had a busted sewer pipe or some kind of a busted pipe uh right near it and so it was being fed just lucky stuff stuff yeah so i was able to you know let station know well we we need to call in a plumber but at the same time yeah we lost that particular boxwood sure. um so sometimes it can be as you said marianne an environmental factor i yeah. guess and if it was not the whole group i would think that more so yeah, like sure. you wonder yeah. about a downspout or a drainage issue like you experienced or yep. uh but I would think it'd be more of a dehydration. Okay. Oh, we, uh, we have a break coming in. We have a organist calling in, a creepy organist. Uh, Not creepy. Okay. But the dehydration, then, since we've had so much rain, then that's not, I mean, should they just focus on it, uh, cutting it, it a little bit Yeah, I, I don't know that I'd be quick to water considering what we've been through. Okay. Unless, <laughs> unless it's, like John said, enough underneath an overhang where you might have to supplement that area. Okay, but I, I think when plants go through stress like that, I always uh, like to recommend a little bit of uh, top dressing with compost. It's just it's gentle. It, it always improves the soil, so it's to me it's not a bad idea when you had a plant go through stress, <laughs> whether it's in the winter or or the summer when it gets when we won't have any moisture. <laughs> One mm. of the two. Um, it just it never hurts. Yeah, that's a big factor, and you don't realize sometimes uh, in the fall. We don't have a lot of rain. Yeah. And going into the winter, you know, plants can get dehydrated real easy. Yeah. And then factor in the sun and wind. Don't you think it, it typically that's why broadleaf evergreens it, and some evergreens get damaged in the winter time? It's because they don't they don't go into the winter uh, with enough moisture, nor Absolutely. are they continued. To have the moisture. Yeah. Although mean, last last fall we were fairly moist, but yes. Yeah, most winters. But who thinks to winter in it, or water in January? I know three but people do here. <laughs> yeah, if you can get the hose out without breaking it, you know, when it's frozen solid. But yeah, <laughs> that's where you use the bucket. Oh, that's right, the infamous bucket, the five-gallon bucket, two of them, so you can be have balance right with the stock what do you call it the <laughs> oh the thing of yoke over your shoulders yolk. it's Thank a you. yoke <laughs> yep. uh, we should uh announce that we have arrived yes they did uh, we're trying to get it we'll hopefully be getting them out today <laughs> yeah. yes the, flo the, the, the floaters have been put in the tank and the he's, he's he's working on the bogs yeah. and, and the lilies and stuff like that yeah. so I think by the end of the day, there should be a nice selection for people yes. to choose from. Yeah. Yep. 
And, and quite honestly, it's been too cool to put most of it in your pond anyway because yep. the water's going to be colder. So um, people have just been really anxious to get a hold of them. But honestly, it's just the water's going to be colder than the atmosphere anyway. So you just yeah, want to. It's not going to hurt to let the ponds warm up for a few days exactly. this week before you Precisely. put those lettuce and hyacinths out there. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, by the end of the day, probably they'll all be out. Yeah. It's time. The cooler weather uh, vegetables like lettuce. They, do they just not grow at all in the middle of summer in no. the heat? No, or? they can still grow. They still will? Absolutely. But I think watering's more critical. Maybe a little bit of a break from the full 12 hours or 14 hours of sun could help them a little bit. Okay. So there's things you could do to, to try and encourage production, if you will. Okay, but cool. Yeah, no, you can still get it. And some varieties are more heat tolerant than others. Uh, there's some more heat tolerant spinaches than other varieties. Uh, same way with some of the lettuces. So you can you can usually find a way. That's good to know. Yeah. So I was trying to uh, realize why it was you brought up lettuce, because he said water lettuce, right? Oh, that must have triggered it. Yes. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> you were talking about what he was planting earlier, and then yeah, okay, and then he just said that. So oh well, there you go. Well, real quick, talking about cutting a plant back and and uh, having it enjoy it <laughs> or benefit from it. We moved into our new building at the radio station, yeah, yeah. okay, and uh, it was last fall, and the I can't tell you what shrubs they are, but they hadn't had attention for a very long time, and so, and there's a bunch of dead brush and everything, so I couldn't help it. I had to take it out, even though it was fall, but, um, and so, and... And they just look so beautiful. Awesome. I just love seeing them when I walk in because they're, like, green, and a lot of them have, like, this beautiful golden yellow around the edges. It's a euonymus. Thank you. You're welcome. A euonymus? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Winter creeper. Okay. Is it a creeper, though? <laughs> well, no. no. It can be. the name. Uh, that's a common name, but they're usually... A shrub from about two feet tall to can be four or five feet tall. So oh, okay. some varieties. Okay. But that and coloration, yeah. yeah, the colorations are beautiful. They truly are. Yeah. And and then to add the cherry on top was that I mentioned it to Karen, who takes care of a lot of our plants. And uh, I said, I'm, I'm just so tickled at how beautiful those are. And she said, yes. And I was going to pull them out and get rid of them completely last fall because they looked they look so, so bad. bad. Yeah. I was like, really? <laughs> you can pull it out? A little bit of pruning goes a long way, doesn't it? It really does. Yeah. Those, like, yeah. Uh, yep. If they, in fact, are euonymus because yep. you have this uncanny vision of where they are. No, there's another reason, but it's too long to tell. Okay. But they respond really well to, to pruning. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, and just getting some air in there, I think, made a big difference, yep. too. Air circulation going through there. So let's talk, Amy. Let's talk to her about euonymus scale, too, sometime off the air. Okay. All right. <laughs> scale? Something yeah, to watch out again, for? Yeah, we don't have time for it now. Okay. But we'll talk to you about euonymus scale, too. Yep. Keep your eyes on that. Okay. So, store full of Mother's Day gift ideas. Oh, my, yes. Inside yep. and out, boutique, candles, framing. Home furnishings and accents, garden Everywhere. decor. Oh, yes, Brian told me accents, if your mom doesn't center. have a green thumb, he can help you find her pink thumb, her blue thumb, her yellow thumb. There he you can go, help Brian. you in here if you want. Yes, he can. <laughs> Gift cards. We sell 
tons and tons of gift cards. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so people can choose their own things throughout the course of the year. Uh, and we have flowers. I, I heard that we actually have I'll, I'll some show plants you. I'll and walk some you flowers. Show you. Boy. A whole lot of flowers. <laughs> Just open your eyes. You'll find All some. That. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So gift cards, Mother's Day, tomorrow, lots of stuff here. Keep in mind. Prairie Gardens. Yeah, happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Thanks so much, you guys. You've been listening to Prairie Gardens Plant Experts Live with our experts, Marianne Metz, John Weisgarver, and Steve Brown. I'm Tamara McDaniel, and our executive producer is Dave Leak. We have Saturday Sports Talk up next here on News Talk 1400, WDWS Champaign-Urbana, and a podcast of this show will be available later today at WDWS.com. Just click on Multimedia and... You'll find previous shows there as well. Thanks so much for listening. Have a wonderful weekend and happy Mother's Day. Prairie Gardens is a store full of great Mother's Day gift ideas. Boutique, candles, framing, gift cards, and flowers. Lots of flowers. More flowers than you'll see anywhere. This week, 50-count flats of Impatience are only $14.97. Plus, Boston Fern Hanging Baskets and Hibiscus Bush are just $16.97. And see hundreds of other great Mother's Day gift ideas and specials at PrairieGardens.com. Prairie Gardens, locally owned plant experts. Extraordinary gardening, home decor, framing, and boutique.